This week, we're talking about May 29th through June 4th. The full moon is in Sagittarius. Values, values, values are the theme of the week, which culminates with the full moon in Sagittarius, urging you to honestly express your emotions. We get into a deep discussion about values in terms of work and how we spend our money. The key to everything is valuing yourself for the unique individual that you are, and from there you will create a foundation that supports you in setting yourself free. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Oh my God. Yes. yes. We're laughing because uh, one of my friends who listens to the podcast heard uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about that song, uh, I'm Not in Love by 10CC. And he was like, You actually have a pretty decent voice. I, I was really surprised. And I was like, Oh, well, thanks. And he said, Well, at least you didn't do that one part where they say big boys don't cry. And I was like, but I did do that. And he was like, well, it wasn't in the podcast. And you should you should thank Ingrid for cutting that out because that would have been horrible. Oh, so. no. Because <laughs> I, I rarely... did do the whole whisper. <laughs> I don't usually cut anything out, but we were like on that song for a really long time. And I thought it was like pretty crazy. It was pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, we got a lot of feedback from that. You know, I think people liked uh, like doing like the astrology for music. So yeah, that was a good I mean, question. I, I think the questions just sometimes, even though the song to me, I didn't honestly, I don't really give a shit about that song. I have no attachment. You didn't even but go listen to it. I didn't. I was yeah, going I to. I was didn't. going to. But just the the conceptualizing and the you know just talking about the lyrics and how they relate to you know what signs i think that just analyzing it is just a fun way to learn just a fun way to learn astrology just kind of intuitively thinking like well what how would this relate to astrology it's just kind Mm -hmm. of fun Mm -hmm. it keeps it light and it just feels like uh an easier for an easier way for me to digest yes information yes absolutely it's it's when you put it in that practical sense is when it makes sense Totally. You know, otherwise, it's just so abstract. It doesn't make any sense. But, you know, when you put it in pra- practical application, like my mom is this or my dad is that or this song is this and you connect yeah. it to astrology, that's when it starts to make sense. Otherwise, I mean, it's just, yeah. Just like you're, you have a lot of analogies that I think have helped me remember a lot of things. And mm-hmm. that's when it comes to the elements and the colors that go with them that helped mm-hmm. me learn a lot. And then just all the visuals, like when you say like Taurus, you're like, oh, the bull is mm-hmm. sitting in the middle of the grass mm-hmm. field, enjoying all of the earthly pleasures. Mm-hmm. And it does not want to be fucked with. It's <laughs> it just wants to sit there like you really have to move it. Like yeah. you have to force it to move. So yes. it's uh, now I forgot what it's called. State fixed. Bull? There we go. Jesus. Yeah. 
yeah fixed so just like you creating these little pictures in my mind like that's what helps me Mm -hmm. remember the pieces and parts that all go together that's right awesome i love it and if you don't what am i saying if you're new to the podcast or if you would like to further your astrological education the best way to follow along with the podcast is to one go to the weeklytransit.com look at the forecast we have all the visuals there so all of the signs and symbols or you can follow us on or you can follow along with the video if you're watching on spotify or on youtube you can see the visuals there as well um but go check out the visuals and then grab the book the basics of astrology it is a guide to all the signs and symbols and how to translate them it's very simple it's a ten dollars for a digital download it's thirty dollars for a physical copy and that's how I learned the language of astrology. So mm-hmm. go grab your book, go yes. look at the website, and let's get started. Let's learn some astrology. Yeah, let's learn. Let's learn. And, do, you know, do you want, you, what? Oh, do you want to start with some questions? Yeah, let's start with some questions. Or did I you send you them some? to me already? I said, okay. yeah. yeah, of course, <laughs> Ingrid. I sent them to you. They're on your phone. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> Hi, guys. Would you like me to read you some questions? Um, let's see. We have Sunbug. Sunbug yeah. says, Hi, I love the pod. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. I was wondering how you would t- interpret having your Chiron and North Node in the same sign and house. For example, I have my North Node and Chiron in Libra in the third house. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I'm oh oh no what oh i'm excited to hear the answer uh well i mean same sign same house north node chiron well uncomfy (laughs) no no i'm just i'm trying to get deep with this one right now like in some ways i feel like wherever chiron is in your chart like I feel like they kind of go hand in hand and it's like the North node in Chiron, like following your North node helps you heal your wound, healing your wound helps you follow your North node. I mean, if you're born with the North node in Chiron in the same sign and house, you know, Chiron is the wound, but it's also ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. So if you're born with the North Node in Chiron and Libra in the third house, like your your soul's purpose is to learn how to be a better listener, a better communicator, somebody who is really understanding how other people think. You may have a wound to listening, to communicating, to asking questions, gathering information. You may have something within you that is saying like, well, I know, I know the truth. I know how this person's, you know, thinking, or I have my own perspective and I'm not worried about, you want to move away from that. You want to move away from being impulsive. You want to take time and really measure things out. That's the Libra energy. Libra and, and Gemini, they're both really, both these signs are geared towards Gemini because it's the third house and the third house is associated with the third sign. Both of those signs are about learning about others, 
It's about asking questions. And so by following that frequency, listening, asking questions, listening, gathering information, learning a little bit about a lot, connecting with people, connecting people together, sharing, exchanging information, learning how other people think. By doing that, you will help heal your wound. And you'll be following your soul's purpose. It will open things up for you. So part of the also the understanding of Chiron is remembering that Chiron healed his wound by offering to take the place of Prometheus, who had been chained to a rock next to the ocean, punished by Zeus for stealing fire from the gods to the give to the humans. Chiron said, we both don't need to suffer. I'm I'm going to continue to suffer because I'm wounded and I can't die. I'm poisoned and I can't die. So I'll I'll take Prometheus's suffering. And by doing that, that is what inspired Br- Zeus to transform Chiron into the constellation of Sagittarius because he was so selfless. So think about how you can be selfless. If you see your wound in somebody else, sharing your story of your wound or asking them maybe from this position because it's third house asking them about their wound and getting them to talk about their wound by being that sounding board it will help you heal because you'll come to understand that you're not the only one who suffered you're not the only one who suffered other people have suffered too And so that will help you hopefully have that uh, connection through the pain and suffering of like, okay, we're, we're together on this. We've both struggled and we can both survive or thrive despite these wounds. And I'm just wondering, I initially thought it would be uncomfortable, but it seems like it's kind of a gift that they go hand in hand. As you heal your wound, you are stepping into your North node. It seems like an extra opening. Mm-hmm. I think what makes it uncomfortable. Beautiful. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, you're welcome. We have another question relating to the North node from mm-hmm. Chiara Maria Lucci. Lucy. Uh, it says you talk about the North node as a highly personal placement often, but if everyone born in the same 18-month window has the same North Node, just to varying degrees, why is it actually so special? I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the, the reason why it's special, first of all, yes, okay, everyone in the same 18-month period is born with the North Node in the same sign. But there's 12 different houses. So not everybody is born with the North Node in the same sign and same house during that 18-month period. So that is one variable. A secondary variable is like what planets are aligning with the North Node. Like this is a symphony. You could really say that about any placement in the chart. Like what's so special about being a Taurus? Everybody that's born you know, during this time of the year is a Taurus. So there's so many Taurus. What's the big deal? Um, I mean, I, I think I actually say that to people all the time when they're like, oh, well, 
so every there's only 12 kinds of people exactly and i'm like yeah. well not really if you actually have a birth chart reading the way it connects in your chart is one in twenty five thousand. no 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 it's what is it it's the 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 next time the planets and stars will be aligned in the way that they were aligned when you were born is over 25,000 years from the date, time, and place of your birth. So well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, to answer the question, why is it so special is because you're special. And the way that the North Node is aligned in your chart is different from the other people in that 18-month period unless they're being born at the same time and the same place as when you were born. Even if they're born in the same city as you, an hour before or after you, the North Node is in a different house. It's in, it's aligning with different places in the chart. You know, it, it's 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 almost too complex to just really try to explain here. Like you just have to see it when you look when you look at thousands and thousands of charts like I have and do. Yeah, I mean if none it was, of them look the same. None yeah, of them if it look was, the same. If everyone was the same, you could just have a kind of a blanket statement for okay, there's you know, twelve kinds of people, there's you know, or a hundred yeah. kinds, however many it is. Here are the alignments, and there would be no need for as personal astrologers, but Mm -hmm. It is very uh, specific. So, I mean, I think I suggest getting a birth chart rating because that would really go into the complexities of why it is special for you personally. Well, this is also one of the like reasons why I was never like into astrology for a long time because it was like, okay, so I'm a Scorpio and all Scorpios are this. And, you know, it just seems like BS, you know, you read the horoscope and doesn't matter which one you're reading it for it might you might be able to relate to every single horoscope for every single sign which uh, you kind of should because we all have a piece of those in all of our exactly charts. you're every sign of the zodiac it's just to what degree and in what areas of your life are you expressing that energy of that sign but you know the 18 month period of the north node in the single sign you got to remember it's transiting over 30 degrees and what other planets in your chart are at that same degree, which house is it in? Um, and yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, I think, I hope that answers your question. Chiara so. Marie Lucci. Thank you for your question. I love your question. I yeah, love these kind you. of questions. Yes, I love that we yeah. had some North Node combos here. Yes. Um, do you have any announcements before we get into the week? Oh, I would say, let's see, announcements. Like you already talked about reading, so that's cool. Uh, thank you, Ingrid. And, you know, classes, moon classes. This week we're talking about the full moon in Sagittarius. So we are, those classes are are they're already complete up. yeah so if you're curious to know what is going on in the next moon cycle which would be uh, the new moon in cancer and what is it cancer i'm so confused right now um yeah it's going to be the new moon in yeah new moon in cancer and the 
full moon in wait i'm so lost right now <laughs> what am i doing no 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 it's the new moon in gemini and the full moon in capricorn that's what it is yeah the new moon in gemini and the full moon in capricorn that's the next moon cycle class and then so, so moon cycle classes you get a combo package so you do the new moon where you set an intention right. and then a full moon where you do like a check-in and how you're implementing those uh intentions that you set and it's specific to each person's birth chart they are smaller classes so you get a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with scott which is actually very cool if you don't have money to do a full reading this is like a great starter thing to just have some have some face time with scott and set some intentions and have a little uh, accountability for yourself and there's like a nice little community it's a small group so you kind of get to interact with each other and it's a great learning tool it's a great community i just love like we have a lot of regular people that that are there every every month and we've really like sort of built this amazing group of individuals that are just so supportive and encouraging of one another and always welcoming to to inviting new people into the fold so if you're curious about how the next moon cycle will be affecting you directly the new moon in gemini the full moon in capricorn then go to the weeklytransit.com and then before we get started do you want to thank our sponsors yes the sponsors we want to thank Samantha, Jenny, Jessica, Kendra, Larry, Jasmine, Brenna, Janelle, Vincent and Michelle, Clarissa, Aline, Cassie, Merdinus, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Amber, Deborah, Haley, Janine, and Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. If you want to support the podcast, there is a support link in the show notes. You can donate $1, $5, or $10 a month. If you don't have money to donate, you can write us a nice review. You can rate us five stars. You can share the podcast with your friends. You can buy the basics of astrology. You can get a moon cycle reading, a personal reading with Scott. Anything? Did I, did I miss anything? I don't know. <laughs> that was a lot. So I think that's good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. And thank you. Thank you all for writing. Oh, also, we are on YouTube now and we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. So even if you mm -hmm. don't listen or watch or, you know, both on YouTube, if you go just subscribe, if we get to a thousand, then they will monetize our channel. So that would really mean a lot if you would subscribe to the YouTube channel. Awesome. Should we get into the week? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Tell me, so, Scott, tell me what the fuck is going on. Ah, uh, yes. I, wanted, I yeah? wanted to say kind of before uh, we start the week, yeah, I always yeah. have like a little bit of, you know, what kind of energy is happening for me. Uh -huh. It just feels still a lot. I'm feeling a lot of career productivity mm -hmm. uh, pushing forward. Are we still or have we wrapped up the retrograde shadow yet? No, that is this week. Okay, because I'm, uh, I'm really feeling like clearing my plate so I can have some new stuff on there. And I, I always like to kind of go a little bit deeper into the retrograde stuff because most people, until I met you, mm -hmm. most people are just like, oh, the retrograde is from this day to this day. But it's yes, the shadow period before and after are very significant. And 
people get freaked out by it, but I do, it's a revisiting of stuff and anything that's left on your plate. I, I know you like to say something like kind of like a buffet. It's like, yes. you don't want to go get 20 plates. You want to eat what's on your plate and clear it. So you can actually like put something else on there. So just feeling this big push to clear my plate before the end of this retrograde. So I can be like fresh and like accept some new endeavors. Yes. Yes. I love that. You know, um, <laughs> this is, I, I think that, so hold on one second. I just want to look up something real quick. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Saturn is transiting through your 10th house. So oh, mine. that is why, you know, you're feeling, yes, exactly. Like 10th house? Fo- 10th house, Saturn rules the 10th house. So oh, shit. double uh, responsibility. So it's like, yeah, it's it's moving through this area where it's pushing you to like, this is the time for you, Ingrid, to really focus on your goals and committing to doing the work required to accomplish and achieve those goals. I mean, I'm feeling that super hard. Yeah. So double fucking Saturn, Saturn squared energy. I'm feeling it. And I'm yes. feeling good about it. Sometimes when you hear the word responsibility, it feels a little bit like, ew, mm-hmm. I don't want to be responsible. That's disgusting. Like that just feels like stressful and heavy and cause it can be, it can feel con- res- restrictive. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, But if you lean into it, I think that there is a season for all these things. So leaning into that discomfort of you know crossing things off the list taking responsibility when even when we first met mm-hmm. one of the biggest shifts that i had i was going through a breakup and you were like you need to take responsibility for the things that you allow in your life mm-hmm. and that was like mind-blowing to me the concept <laughs> of responsibility in terms of my personal relationships that was huge like mm-hmm. i feel like that's when everything really started to open up for me and i really started understanding what it meant to allow astrology in and also allow you in to kind of push Mm -hmm. me into these uncomfortable places Mm -hmm. i feel like i felt like i was on some sort of psychedelic trip in that time period where i was just like my mind was just opening up and you know if you if anyone out there hasn't gotten a personal reading from scott he is very sensitive and very compassionate Mm -hmm. and just very easy to connect with i feel like you can share anything any secret, any fucked up thing you can share with him and he's going to hold space, but he's also not a little bitch. He's not going to let you get away with anything. You know, he's going to push you to go into those dark corners and, and clear some shit out. And I think that that Saturn situation is, yeah, taking responsibility is, it's just really yes. huge. And I'm feeling right now, I'm feeling good about it. Whereas maybe in the past I would have been like, resistant but i think now that i've opened up to that concept it's not it doesn't feel restrictive it feels like Mm. it's i'm taking care of things that are important to me it's an opportunity you know it's like an opportunity for you to to say you know what i'm ready for this i'm ready i'm ready to 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 climb up to that next level you know so wherever saturn is transiting in your chart and if you're a Gemini rising like Ingrid, it's probably transiting through your 10th house. This is your opportunity to level up in terms of really committing towards what it is you are, what you want to accomplish and achieve, recognizing that the success that I desire 
for myself mm-hmm. is up to me. I'm responsible for that. It's not because, oh, this other person needs it. No, you. You need to do it. Sometimes when people say stuff like that, it just kind of irritates me. Mm-hmm. For some, like it, Sometimes that can just rub me the wrong way where you said opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's an opportunity. It's like everything's fucking annoying a lot of the time. But for some reason, the idea of this opportunity to to push myself feels really uh like i'm I'm drawn to it instead of being mm-hmm. a little bit off put and agitated by that mm-hmm. concept mm-hmm. good good i don't know if anyone else out there feels like i feel like sometimes there's just all this woo woo stuff it's like oh everything's a gift and i'm like bitch it doesn't feel like a gift <laughs> i hate everything right now but i totally. think when you like lean into the seasons and kind of uh picking each subject or like each astrological sign, like each alignment, when you only have to focus on a small piece of it mm-hmm. to open up to the responsibility. It's like, I don't need the responsibility and everything. I'm just going to focus it right here. I think that allows you to kind of take in these little bite-sized pieces. Like there are gifts, but mm-hmm. there are also challenges. We're not just saying yes. like, everything's a fucking rainbow. Yeah, It's like, uh-uh. it is a gift. Although there will be some discomfort, yeah. we are taking advantage of the opportunity that is here. Totally. That's it. it. Facing the challenge. I mean, everything is a gift. If you face the challenge, then it can become the gift, but it doesn't feel like a gift when you're going through it. It sucks. No, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're not trying to pretend that everything is just, just, it's all about being positive. No, sometimes you have to really pay attention to the shit that is not going right. This is uncomfortable. This doesn't feel good. I hate this. Somebody was sharing, kind of sharing about how he was just going through it and feeling like a bit depressed, agitated, stuck with where he is in his art career. And I was like, I felt like I was like channeling you. I'm like, good. That's that's good, though, that you're feeling some shit and you're like, fuck, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like this. It's like, okay, well, that's normal and natural. So like, what are you going to do? You're, mm-hmm. I always like to say like, how, like, what do I, I don't even know what my own quote is. Uh, <laughs> like how sick of, how sick of yourself do you have to be? Mm-hmm. Like you have mm-hmm. to really get sick of your situation and get pissed off and mm-hmm. irritated and uncomfortable to make a shift. It's not always just rainbows and sunshine shit it's like Mm -hmm. okay every time there's like that crunchy part like when you become aware of it and you're Mm self-aware you're like oh okay i don't like this and that's a good thing Mm because that's going to motivate me to get to the next step if we don't ever have that discomfort you're never going to grow right so looking from the outside in i was like oh yeah this is a good thing whereas you know if i was going through it i would just be like fuck this yeah yeah thank you for that reflection yes yes so you know, this is an alignment that we're going to be talking about a lot this week from May 29th to June 4th. This is Monday, May, June, tw- May, Monday, May 29th, not May, June 29th. It's <laughs> Monday, May 29th. Here is Jupiter conjunct the North Node in Taurus, the fixed Earth sign symbolized by the bull. Jupiter's the planet of luck and expansion. The North Node is the karmic pathway of the soul or soul's purpose. So this is an alignment that we're talking about all week. It is really expanding our view in terms of money and 
the material and how you take care and secure what is valuable to you. I mean, wow, this has been, uh, you know, when you think of Jupiter moving into Taurus, it's like, oh, we're all going to be rich. You know, on the other hand, it's like it can bring up like financial issues. Like I, this Jupiter is opposing my Uranus and squaring my Saturn and sextiling my Mars all at the same time. And, and yesterday I noticed that like my bank account was really low and somebody had like hacked in there and taken half my no! money. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. No, there was Uranus, like, there was the like 25 charges to like apple.com. God, for damn like, it. it was just like, what? And then I call the bank and, you know, they're just like, oh, okay, we'll send you a new card. And I'm like, where's my money? <laughs> my money back. Well, it's going to take maybe 10 business days because, you know, uh, you got to fill out. The- I'm just like, oh my God, really? Like, so yeah. So this, this Taurus and Jupiter, Jupiter and Taurus frequency is not always, uh, you know, rainbow and sunshines. It all depends on like where it's, where it's connecting in your chart. And I feel like this Jupiter squaring my Saturn, that is, yeah, it's never a fun one. I mean, a few years ago, Saturn was squaring my Jupiter and that was ugh, not fun, <laughs> not fun. It's like, well, everything's positive, Scott. No, this sucks. My bank account was cut in half. So that's not fun. Um, your bull got castrated. It did. The bull got castrated. <laughs> I got thrown off of the bull. So, so this is a time to really focus on your material well-being, where you're spending your money, where you're keeping your money. Do I want to keep my money in this bank? I didn't really, really, really like the way that they communicated with me in this moment of tension. And not feeling good. It was kind of nonchalant. And like the people that I was talking to, like I could barely understand what they were saying. Uh, so Who do you bank with? I don't want to say that on the on the thing. Someone's gonna, someone's gonna hack you? Yeah, someone's exactly. Gonna- someone's gonna hack into <laughs> my bank. And I don't need people to know where I'm putting my my money. So um, it's a secret, Ingrid. Come on. Okay, okay so. fine, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that just sucks so, when yeah. you don't feel like they have your back. I bank. Yeah. I'm, I'm not scared. I bank with Bank of America. So if anyone wants to yeah. hack me, please don't. But <laughs> I do think, like, I feel like I've been hacked quite a few times, and they're pretty on it. They're just like, okay, you can have your money back, and then we'll 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 look into it. Yeah. And then, so I think Bank of America has been really good about it because I know I've so been hacked. Gabriella used to be with Bank of America and she was like, well, when I, I think we should be at Bank of America because Bank of America, when I was there, like it's so easy to deal with this and that. I'm like, they're one of the evil banks. I don't want to bank with one of the four or five evil banks that are out there. I want to be in like. That's so hard because it's so convenient. <clears throat> I know. So who knows? I don't know. We got to figure this out with this. uh yeah, Jupiter and Taurus energy. Okay. So And then I I did want to say like the idea of a discomfort in terms of uh Taurus, like the values around your money. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we are spending in places that we shouldn't because we are like distracting ourselves from what, from what we really value. I think I touched on it last week seeing my mm-hmm. friend Erica always inspires me to enjoy 
like Mm -hmm. the material world, which sometimes involves spending money, but just checking in with what is important to me. Am I spending like today? I went to Gelson's to pick something up. These certain coffee filters that they only sell at like bougie places. Mm -hmm. So, but the day before I had gone to Vons and bought groceries, the Von, I don't know if it's all Vons or the Vons next to my house. It's such a piece of shit. It just feels depressing. (laughs) Totally. I'm just like, totally. why? Mine's I don't feel so depressing. So it doesn't depressing. feel good. No. I was just like, I spent $120. Oh, it was so bad. I'm like, you know what? I just need to either go to Whole Foods or go to Gallison's or go to Trader Joe's because it's the closest to my house, but I never, I don't have a positive experience there. It's That's probably worth good... me spending 20 extra dollars to be yeah. like, this was a fun, nourishing experience and I'm excited mm-hmm. to go home and cook. I feel like I leave and I'm just like, ew. Mm-hmm. why did i spend money here i was pissed and then yeah. i went to gelson's and i was like i need to spend a little bit more on where i buy my food because mm-hmm. food is so important to me and i want to feel good about it when i get home that's yeah i want to go to the farmer's market and maybe spend some extra money there something special yeah totally i mean but that's why i like air one it's like they're like uh, there's, a, there's it's so, so expensive stuff. i know but you don't have to buy everything there but there's some things that they sell there that you you can't get other places it's and it's true. great quality and just like the staff and the service there like there people will come up to you and like are you, are you finding everything okay like can i help you in any way you know they're very friendly in that way like you don't get that kind of service at a normal grocery store so you'll get like a lesson it, on nutrition when you go there yeah i mean i went to you know it's like really like the dark side of of uh oh god Heroin? no no like the well the, the opposite of of that the extreme of that is like gabriella had some back problems and it was like the middle of the night and there was no i was like what's open so i went to walmart to get like these patches for her back i mean my god i felt like immediately I was in depressed third world country it was like horrifying in there. I was like, this is, this is so sad. Like, this is what, wow, this, this is the standard now, you know? Yeah. It's just I mean, I so- feel like we are pretty privileged just to even have these options. Like living in LA, there are options. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back to like growing up, I'm like, we had Smith's, we had like one fast food place near us. Like there was not a lot of options and now there's mm-hmm. so many and I'll just stay in my tiny bubble just because it's convenient. And then I'm just like, why am I doing that? I need to check in with my values and exactly. I'm going to want to stay home more and not eat out at all when I have beautiful food that I'm excited yeah. about instead of some yeah. weird fucking bacon. Cause I didn't have the bacon that I wanted, but I wanted to make this breakfast sandwich and anyways, or like the bread is weird. I'm just like, I want something that feels elevated if I'm going to put yes. it in my body. Yes. Yes. That's what tor- this Taurus energy is all about. It's like, what are you eating? Where are you shopping? Where are you spending your money? You know, what are you, how, what are you making your money? What are you doing to make your money? Do, do, is there value in that? Um, yeah, it was really, uh, really sad. Like this place bread block, do you know, bread block, they make like gluten-free oh, yeah. bread. They oh, closed. Is that the they, place that was right in Silver Lake? Yes. There's one in Silver Lake by that burger place that you like. Okay. I just have to say that oh, I no. went there once and I got a fucking $7 tiny piece of lavender 
bread something that just sounded uh-huh. so amazing it was the driest piece of shit i've ever had oh. and i was so pissed i was like i just spent so oh, much no. money for this and i was really oh, bummed no. oh no like gabrielle and i've had good experiences with oh. them but Maybe I got the yeah wrong they closed thing. they shut down like no more and so oh, it's like wow I think they were making uh the bread for um the bread for Honey High, which I love, and I've had that bread because I saw mm-hmm. on Honey High's Instagram they have a limited supply, so you can't buy the bread there anymore. They're hoarding it to just for to make their sandwiches or whatever. Oh wow! And I, I'm sure it was them because that was recent. Is this really good gluten free bread? And like now it's gone. Fuck. Now it's gone. So lots of shifts here with the material. We can't have our favorite bread. No. Gabriella was depressed all day oh. on Sunday. Just like, I, I can't believe. Like, take away our treats. Yeah. Like, this is good, healthy, you know, good quality food, and now, like, it can't be sustained. I mean, who knows? Maybe they expanded too fast. I don't know what their financial situation was, but anyway, here we are on Tuesday, May 30th. And we're looking again at Jupiter conjunct the North Node in Taurus, but adding the Sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, transiting through Gemini, the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins, which is in this positive trine with the planet of emotions, the moon in the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales, Libra. So hopefully this brings some peace and balance to the emotions, you know, just thinking about sun underscore bug and their question about the North node in Libra with Chiron in Libra in the third house. This is that energy right here where the sun is aligning in a trine with the moon. This is an opportunity to really take the initiative in your relationships, in the relationships where you feel an emotional connection to whoever it is you're in a relationship with and ask them some questions, learn about them, embrace your curiosity. Maybe you're the, the curious nature is relating to your values yes. and, your, and your finance, yes. your finances. Exactly. Exactly. And then you're lear- then you're learning about each other and you're learning about your own values. It's like when mm-hmm. someone asks you a question, like I'm not always thinking what my values are until it's kind of brought brought up in some confronting way where I'm like, ew, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Erica's doing the things that I want to do. Why can't I do those? All I have to do is do it for myself. Like mm-hmm. I forgot what my values were. Yes. Yes. Well, even hearing you say like you went to Breadblock and didn't like this expensive $7 lavender thing that that's a bummer. Like, I don't want to hear that because I value it and I value you and I want you to value the things that I value. And so, you know, but this is how we can learn uh, about each other and we can share the wealth with each other. Well, like, this is really good. Like if you said, like, this is such a really good restaurant, like you need to try this place. Oh, really? What do you like about it? This, that, and the next thing. And then I go and I'm like, oh, wow, that was amazing. And so that's what this sun trying the moon i like that yeah yeah yes that we value with exactly sharing what we value that's tuesday so moving on to wednesday may 31st again jupiter conjunct the north node now retrograde in taurus 
opposing the moon, the planet of emotions. You see how it moved from Libra to Scorpio from Tuesday to Wednesday. And so the moon in the fixed water sign symbolized by the scorpion Scorpio, this is when you're bringing in like that values and your, your intimate relationships, your karmic bonds. And then as you mentioned earlier here, here is Mercury at 15 degrees. This is where it was in Taurus back on what day was that? That was uh, April 21st. So the so Mercury is at the exact place where it was on April 21st. Here we are, May 31st. It's back and it's moving past. It's out of the shadows. So now is the time to to really add some new things to your plate if you want to add new new projects to your plate. Uh, but hopefully everybody's feeling a bit a bit clearer and a bit lighter they were able to you know get get some some things that were on your plate or on your list that were weighing on you hopefully to, able to to get those off during this during this period during this retrograde period but thinking about the moon in scorpio that's that's the sign of secrets the emotions you know they get a little bottled up when they're in scorpio and so thinking of the people that you're most bonded to and maybe sharing some of the more intimate parts of yourself of what you value, what's important to you. Maybe these values aren't values that you would share with every individual that's in your life. Maybe there's only a select few that know that you really care deeply about this, that, or the next thing in terms of the material. You know, I made like a nice connection at that podcast event Mm -hmm. and I had shared, like, I wasn't really sharing in that space that I'm a dancer. Cause it was just, you know, more of a tech type of space, but it's not mm -hmm. like I'm hiding it, but also I don't always like tell everybody cause it's just not always like, related. Hey, yeah, I'm angry at, I, I, I'm a stripper in a, in a, in a nightclub or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, it doesn't always like, it's not, you don't lead in with that conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially okay. when you're not in that type of social space, exactly. but I shared it with one of the guys that I was talking to and he was so sweet mm -hmm. and so like welcoming. And afterwards he like texted me and was like, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and like feeling safe enough to share like, you know, this other part of yourself. Cause you know, everyone wants to seem really professional and together and we're all trying to like build our brand stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't always feel aligned. So it just felt really nice. I feel like because I, opened up he was able to open up and it made like a deeper connection yes i love that and it made him feel good that you know we can have a deeper bond. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly and then he just and then he recognized that enough to even call it out which was even mm -hmm. more like lovely mm. so you're you shared something intimate about yourself and he valued what you shared uh, and communicated that to you and you valued that he shared that he valued what you yeah. communicated so it's like oh our values are on the same page i feel very yeah. firm and strong with this uh connection here because we're on the same we're on the same ground yeah yes 
Okay. It looks like awesome. more Scorpio energy over here. More Scorpio energy. As you see, you know, we can watch the moon. Look at the moon from Tuesday in Libra to Wednesday in Scorpio and then moving That's... further in Scorpio. Isn't it fun to watch it move like that? I literally was so... just doing that by myself on my screen over here. I was like, wait, where did it? It moved a little bit. What's the shift? Yeah, What's the shift? Exactly. So now it's opposing Mercury, which we talked about yesterday. Now Mercury is out of its retrograde shadow. We've got Jupiter in the North Node still conjunct in Taurus. Mercury's in Taurus opposing the moon in Scorpio. So this is along similar lines of what we were talking about for uh, Wednesday, similar for June 1st on Thursday. This is communicating your what you value, communicating from a position of self-worth that you value yourself, like you know, I imagine that the way that you shared that with this information, this individual, this personal information about yourself, you did so from a position that that created the frequency for him to respond the way that he did, because you did it like in a way that you're you're proud of who you are. You know, you value yourself. You don't think of yourself as a less than a person because of whatever it is you do with your life, you share intimate parts of yourself from a position of, I value myself. And so he valued you as well. You know, I think a lot of, especially any in the like sex work industry, I think that's such an important message because one of the girls that I'm friends with always thinks so poorly of herself she's like how am i gonna date if i'm a stripper i'm never gonna be able to get a boyfriend i'm like bitch stop saying that to mm -hmm, yourself like you mm -hmm. have so much value she's really smart mm -hmm. she's very like curious she loves cultivating friendships she's like a really good friend and she's so sweet i'm like anyone would be lucky to date you exactly like, that has nothing to do with who like mm -mm. your heart and your spirit like mm -mm. anyways i think that recognizing that you are valuable and you should be proud of who you are is really uh, important. I think that it's great that you bring that up. I mean, sex workers bring great value to life. They help a lot of people. And you know, I, I did like a, a double with her, which is not, you don't do them that often. So it's two mm -hmm. girls and then one customer mm -hmm. and she is just really sweet. Like, I don't really, like, I talk to people about life shit, but I'm not very good about, you know, gassing someone up being like, oh my gosh, you're so handsome or whatever. Like, she has a really genuine energy about, like, making someone feel, like, special. And, like, mm -hmm. she's very, like, I've always thought of those girls as, like, the cheap girls that are like, oh, like, you're so gorgeous. Like, that type of energy when I like don't feel fake. genuine yeah yeah but she i think she's just really good at it and it, i like watching like hearing how she was interacting with the customer i was like oh my god you're so sweet like you make them mm. feel so special like mm. she's really good at it and not in a way where it's like she's taking advantage of people they're paying to feel good and she makes them feel really good and i was yes. just like oh my god you're such a good dancer like you know she's good on stage but she also really enjoys making like intimate connections with people that's mm -hmm. what she She's great at, I mean, that's that her value. energy. That's her value is being able to help other people feel good about yeah. themselves. Feel she seen. does that. And she does that for me. She's always sending like the sweetest message. 
like just feeling very appreciative of our friendship mm. and feels really nice. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Especially when you think of that Scorpio energy, which is that sex energy and then opposing the Taurus energy, which is values. It's valuing your sexuality. This is a period for everyone to value their sexuality, value their sense of intimacy. What, what is intimate about you that you might be afraid to share to everyone because you're not sure if they will value you for what they see or what they hear or what they sense from you. So this is an opportunity for everyone to to really value themselves. And then that continues as we move forward to Friday, June 2nd. Again, watching the moon from Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday. Now it's at the end of Scorpio. And as it moves out of Scorpio, the moon, before it does, it forms this grand trine. With I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen this. It's super cool, the, the tri triangle of trines. Yes, it's a grand trine when you have... Oh, that's three three planets that are in different signs with the same element ah, so there is so it's the a moon. thing it's a it's thing called, i thought you were just saying like a the grand trying to say but that's an actual alignment a, yes a oh, grand yeah. trine where you have oh. in this instance it's the moon the planet of emotions in the fixed water sign of scorpio aligning with neptune the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish and ruled by Neptune, Pisces, which is also forming an aspect, a trine to Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab and ruled by the moon. Cancer. So the moon, Neptune, and Venus are all connecting in a trine to each other from the three water signs cardinal water, Cancer, fixed water, Scorpio, mutable water, Pisces. So this is a very, this is a healing gift. Yeah. This is when you look at the at Jupiter conjunct the North Node in Taurus as well like think about this this is your values this is valuing your sexuality your sense of intimacy this is valuing what you bring to every relationship whether it's a lover a friend a business partner an acquaintance really looking at the past at the roots of your relationships what are the origin what are the origins of your relationships the relationships that you have now and going all the way back to the first relationships that you had, the ones that you had with your, the ones who nurtured you, the ones from your childhood, and then bringing in that Neptune energy in Pisces, how do these relationships and your sense of intimacy, how do they influence your unconscious or how does your unconscious influence your sense of intimacy, your vulnerability, and your close personal relationships? Do they... Reflect what you value. Are you valuing yourself in the way that makes you feel good? Or do you feel devalued in some way? Are, like you were saying, your, your coworker who's like, no one's ever going to want to date me because I'm a stripper. 
that's somebody who doesn't value themselves. So she needs to delve within her unconscious, Mm -hmm. face the psychological baggage, the guilt, I'm a stripper, the shame, I'm a stripper, you know, the, the blame, you know, the reason why I'm a stripper is because I did all these things wrong in my life. And, and, and then the, the regret that I'm a stripper, I'm, I'm making bad, bad choices in my life, you know, looking at that and showing herself compassion. So she can integrate those thought patterns and memories with understanding, forgiveness, and love, spending time in the past and thinking about who she was as a child in relationship to the parents. And did she feel valued by her parents? Uh, And if not, what can she do to go back in time and really value that little girl and say, you know what, you really are special. And, and even if you didn't feel special, your parents didn't make you feel special or someone at school that you liked, didn't make you feel special. You are special. And they didn't have the capacity to see what makes you special. And so we have empathy for them, for whatever they were going through at the time, but really compassion for ourselves and knowing that you have value and that whatever you bring to life is of value even if not everybody values it the same, just like some people are going to value driving this type of car as opposed to that type of car, or, you know, eating this type of food instead of that type of food. Or some people may actually value shopping at Vons and think that I'm crazy for shopping at Air One, you know, when I think they're crazy for shopping at Vons, but neither of us are wrong. Like it's depends on what we value. Exactly. Exactly. You, whatever works for you. So recognize that you have value for somebody, for everyone that comes into the club and gets a dance and feels better after the dance. You have value. That's why they're paying you. Or maybe she, I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, she always has value, but maybe that means she needs like a career change. If that job doesn't feel good for her, Mm -hmm. maybe her values have shifted and she's maybe needing a change where she does feel more valued. That's another way to look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then go work. Like, this is why I'm always saying this Taurus energy is not just about know what you're spending your money on and making sure whatever you're spending your money on is what you value or has value to you. Also, where are you making your money? And do you feel valued by the way that you're making money? So if you're working in a strip club and you don't like the fact that you don't feel value in the fact that you're doing this work, then the money that you're making doesn't really have the value that you want it to have. It's a number, but it doesn't really mean what it should. Well, also maybe taking account of like, how much are you making for the work? So it's like, maybe you would feel valued if you made this much, but when you're being undervalued at your workplace, that doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good either. I'm like, Oh yeah, I love doing art i'm doing some websites this coming up this month and i'm really excited about that but like when someone's not offering you enough money for that work that i would normally be excited about that makes me feel worse than anything i would rather dance any day than have than make art for somebody for less than it's worth it's humiliating Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it makes me feel angry and i feel horrible about myself and it's the same work and i'm still getting paid but like even the dancing, I'm like, when it's not busy at work, it's so easy to be like, oh my God, I'm doing this 
work for this little of money mm -hmm. so it's like maybe just taking account of how to maximize your income so maybe you are in the right industry but you're not making as much as you would like so figuring out how to price yourself properly or how to get the most out of the job that you're doing maybe that's also another avenue for growth if you do enjoy that industry and you're just feeling undervalued exactly it's the same for me as like doing the astrology work you know it's like i want to help as many people as i can at the same time, I have to be paid a certain amount. Otherwise, I feel depleted. Yeah. That I'm not getting, I'm putting a lot of energy into my work. Yeah. And if I'm not getting a certain amount of money back, yeah. then I will feel depleted. I mean, and how many how many hours a day are you doing astrology? I work seven days a week. I worked seven days a week. Ask Gabriella. Like she's always like, you're working too much. I'm like, okay, well, when you start making money, then I'll be working less. <laughs> so, you know, but until yeah. then, like, yeah, you, know, you want to buy all this stuff. And not that she's like out there shopping or anything, but you know, she's a Virgo moon. So she's always wanting well, to improve both, different I things. I mean, you guys have a very nice space and you guys like beautiful food, but also you put in a lot of, you guys both work very hard. She's going to school mm -hmm. and like, there's just a lot of, energy output so it's like how what are your values and what makes you feel fulfilled it's like you don't buy alcohol you don't want to party on the weekend you're like i need yeah. to go to erwan i need some nutrition to fuel me i need to feel good yeah. about that and that's what's going to fuel me to work 10 hour days seven days a week otherwise i won't have enough to give other people exactly exactly it's figuring all that out gabriella just graduated this last weekend Yay. uh so that's Yay. huge um, so excited for her and just like what an accomplishment, like three years of going Dude. to, of getting her master's, uh, just like she worked her ass off. Uh, so very, very proud of her and all that she's accomplished. And yeah, you know, like she's going to be a therapist and like, you want to help everyone, but at the same time, you like when the rent is free, then like I'll be able to, and the food is free and all that sort of stuff, then I'll be able to work for free for two, you know, but that's just not the world that we live in. Yeah. This is a material world and we're spiritual beings in a material world and we have to make money to put clothes on our back, food in our belly, roof over our head. Uh, so yes, now moving on to, this is the the culminating moment of the week saturday june 3rd so you see here the sun in gemini opposite the moon in sagittarius this is this is freedom this is the release this is the full moon in sagittarius so we've been grounding all week we've been dealing with all of this earth energy and a lot of water energy to really set us up for this right here the full moon in sagittarius because in order to be free in order to feel free you need to have everything that you need to have if you feel restricted in the material realm like oh my god i have to like do all this stuff and and i don't have time to do anything then you're restricted so you need to either make more money spend less money figure it out and from there Find that sense of freedom. Connect to your. This is about connecting to your spiritual nature. Yeah, one of my friends is was feeling like really bad about themselves, and they're just like, oh, I can't seem to like, I can't envision the future. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
maddening to them. They're just like, I can't seem to like figure out how to plan. And I'm like, well, of course you can't because all of your basic needs are not being met and they never really have been. So it's it's impossible to plan for your future when now is so unstable. It's like you need to be able to have a safety and security enough to be able to see what is what the possibilities are. Like mm-hmm. otherwise you're just you can daydream, but that's not the same as actually planning and seeing something that is tangible that you can hit your mark. Like you you always say it's like the the archer. It's like you can yes. pull back and see something far ahead that no one else can see and you can hit it but like you need to have you need to be feeling good and feeling nourished and feeling comfortable and confident in order to do that you can't be feeling scattered when your nervous system is all jarred you can't pull an arrow back and hit a mark that's not going to happen well and, and think about it this way if if you're pulling back on the bow and trying to hit a target and you're you're on like a boat that's rocking in the water, you're not going to hit the target. You need to be on solid ground. You need to be on a firm foundation. So this week is about really establishing your self-worth, what you value, what's important to you, creating that firm foundation so that you can pull back on the bow and let the arrow fly and feel free. So this is releasing any restrictions connecting to your spiritual nature, exploring, traveling, speaking your truth. This is a time to really be honest about what you're feeling on an emotional level. That's what the full moon in Sagittarius is about. It's about honesty about what you're feeling. The emotions get all bottled up in that Scorpio secret sign, the moon transiting through Scorpio, bottling it all up. The fire, the wildfire happens when the moon is in Sagittarius, this is when you can't hold back. You got to say what you're feeling. And then I'm seeing like the, the Gemini energy is like a lightness about it. It's like, now that you're feeling comfortable and confident, I, I had coffee. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just, <sighs> um, <laughs> can't even, my, my brain's going faster than my mouth. Uh, but the Gemini energy is like light and it's uplifting and now you're able to Mm -hmm. go hit your mark you're feeling like you can kind of do anything you're asking the questions to see what is the possibilities for your future and knowing Mm -hmm. that those things are possible maybe just being curious with yourself about some future goals yes it's like i know what it would what's what i value what's important to me what does the future look like from here what does the future like gabrielle and i were just like so excited the other day when we were thinking about like the possibilities that she has for her work. And like, you know, we're just like, we're so close, like so excited. You know, there's so much more that I want to do with, with my business uh, as an astrologer, but you know, I'm kind of in like this fixed position right now where like, I'm so grateful for all the clients that I have and I, and I don't want to rock the boat. You know, I want to keep everything stable as it is because it's providing such an, an abundant lifestyle for, for myself and for Gabrielle and Maggie and I. So, uh, but you know, once she has some is bringing in some money, then I can like kind of scale back some things and focus on some other areas that could, you know, grow things even more. So yeah, it's, it's really, we've been spending a lot of time talking about what we value, what's important to us, and then the plans for the future and what that looks like. 
So I hope that this full moon, you know, really inspires people to do the same, to to talk to the ones that they love and share their their outlook for the future based on their self-worth and what they value. I'm looking at Sunday. Sunday. Let's move and, on. June 4th. And that feels so perfect for what you Tell were me. just saying. What do you well, see? I see Mercury, communication, yep. uh-huh. uh, Uranus. Yep, exactly. Uh, a revolution. Yep. Like now we are communicating our values in a new and different way. It's materializing. Yes. Like we're conscious of it and it's now in the material of this shift of now that we know what we want now that we've figured it out now it can happen it's not going to mm-hmm. happen by magic we had to do all the work all week but now we can like actualize these these changes that we want to make now that we it's know our values revolutionary thought revolutionary thought in terms of what the material can provide for you what the material can provide for you you know so often it feels like money and bills and all this stuff it's an uphill climb but it does it does feel like that how do we flip it and and make it a downhill climb where it's like oh snowball how do i take advantage of living in the material world how can i take advantage of living in the material world how can i get the material to work for me rather than me having to work for the material. And so, you know, I think of my journey as an astrologer. And when I was having this sort of revolution of my mind, before even astrology was really a thing for me, I was just always asking spirit, God, the universe, show me, what I can do for work that is something that I love, something that I something that I love, something that helps other people, and something that makes me an abundance of money so that I feel abundant in my life, so that I feel like I always have everything that I need. I'm not coming from a place of lack. I'm coming from a place of abundance. So show me something that I love, something that I can do that I will love, that will help other people, and will bring me an abundance of wealth. So I want to think of the name of this girl before I share it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wanted to share this little piece from the podcast event that I went to. It was called Podlier, P-O-D-L-I-E-R. Her website is meetyourfavoritedaughter.com. And she mm-hmm. coaches people on how to be good guests on podcasts. Mm. But she's some sort of also like business coach. But she talked a lot about fulfillment goals. And her example was one of the things was having like three, um, like a Venn diagram. There's three bubbles. The first one is the circle of ease. So what feels like, what are you good at? What feels easy? What is fulfilling to you? And that should be like 75 to 85% of where you spend your time and how you're making your money because it is all about business stuff. And then you have two other ones. One is what are you good at? 
but also just because you're good at it that doesn't mean that it's not hard for you to do like you're good at it but it can also be depleting and lead to burnout if mm-hmm. this is too full in your life where you're doing all of these things you're good at but they don't necessarily fulfill you maybe just monotonous stuff for the astrology stuff maybe it's you know creating the charts or, or i'm not sure what things are you know the you know instagram shit like stuff that doesn't feel as exciting to you like how how much percentage is dedicated to that and then the other one is things that are difficult for you and that you're not good at so like we all have to do things we don't like to be successful it's not all easy but making sure the things that are fulfilling to you are the biggest bubble and then uh deciding what you need to readjust in terms of your values like what do you value what fulfills you and how to reorganize those pockets in your life maybe you you know end up having to pay someone to do some of the things you don't like so you can actually be happier and then essentially make yourself more money because those someone's doing something that you're not even good at that you don't like to do mm-hmm. and they're doing it better than you and now you have mm-hmm. more energy spent on the things that are actually fulfilling to you that make yeah. you money yes so i thought that was a super cool concept that was related to the values mm. and her name's Sarah Los. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah, Sarah Los. Okay, beautiful. I don't know. That's that's the contact name on and the yeah. website that came up was favoritedaughtermedia.com. So this alignment between Uranus and Mercury, it's awakening your mind in terms of what makes you unique. So when I think of myself as the astrologer, you know, I was like, Well, how can I be like myself? You know, I I what makes me unique? Yeah. Okay. What? To interrupt again with the same, the circle of ease, the things that are under this list are, it says aligned mm-hmm. effort. No burnout brings joy, your essence. What is unique to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is something that was, this is all naturally just inherently in me. Like I knew that like, I know who I am and how, how I need to operate in the world. I can't be, you know, I can't do a paint by numbers sort of thing. Um, I have to just kind of use my own intuition. And so, you know, this, this alignment with Uranus and Mercury is really about shaking, awakening your mind, getting in touch with what makes you unique. What, what is, you know, all week we've been talking about values. So what makes your values unique to you? And what is it about those values that is innovative, that is something that you can share with other people that can help progress society into the future. Like one of the the best compliments that I that I get over and over again when I do readings for from people that have had readings with other astrologers are like, I've never heard this explained this way, or you know, the way that you talk about astrology, or people that listen to the podcast are like, you, the way that you explain astrology is like nobody else. Great. That's good. Like I, I want to just be my, I'm not trying to be anyone else. I just want to be me. I don't listen to other astrologers. I can't cloud my, my perspective. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't go listen to as many astrologers as you want to. But um, for me, I just have to see things through my own filter. And so embrace your individualism on this day and in the days surrounding this day and what makes you unique and, and bring your innovative ideas into reality. That's what this is about. 
And then the idea of knowing what makes you unique, knowing, knowing what makes you unique, and then valuing that, like your uniqueness is valuable. Like yes, it's not something that is to what, be. That is the value. The value like, is you. The girl the that va- I was talking about at work, I'm like, you're so fucking different. You're like embarrassed that you're not like everyone else. I'm like, bitch, please. Yeah. You're not like anyone else. And that's what makes you so special. Like you have something that not everybody has. You have a gift. Yes. yes. You have a gift of making people feel valued. Yes. And that's not something that most people can do. And it just comes out of you naturally. You feel mm-hmm. grateful for people's presence. It just is like people feel comfortable around you and they feel special. Yes. And that should be that that is what makes you different. And that is valuable. Just yes. learning to value how you are different than everybody. You are the prize. You mm-hmm. are what is special. Because you're different from me. It's, it's why I've been saying this a lot lately. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I definitely said it in readings and, and in the, the moon cycle class. Like I, I hear this phrase so often in, in the world, whether it's in the media or just in people talking where they say, well, we're all inherently flawed. And it's like, no. No, you're not flawed. You're actually perfect. That doesn't mean that you can't improve. That doesn't mean that you, you know, there there are choices that you've made in the past that if you were brought into that decision again that you would make differently. Obviously, yes. But who's to say that you're flawed? Like who is like the the person the authority. that's like, you're flawed, <laughs> but that person's not flawed? Like like who's in charge of that? Like it's all sub it's all subjective. You are perfect, and the reason why you are perfect is because the next time the planets and stars will be aligned in the way that they were aligned when you were born is over 25,000 years from the daytime and place of your birth. So the way that I see myself right now with you, Ingrid, I can only see myself in this way through you. I can't see myself in this way through anyone else. I can only see myself in the way that I see myself right now through you. And so you're giving me a reflection that I need to see about myself that I can only see through you. Whether you're having a good day, a bad day, whether you feel pretty or ugly, it doesn't matter. It's what I need to see about myself. And that's the gift that you give to me. God, that's so beautiful. It really makes me think of the people that I have in my life that the reason like I end up feeling good when I spend time with them because of how different they are and the like what they bring out in me. And yeah, and each person brings out something different. And that yes. is really special. Yes. Yes. I, I get to see all the different sides of myself. Yes, exactly. I, I exactly. think I read some sort of quote somewhere about, you know, like love or like partnership where it's like that person brought out something in you that you love, a feeling about yourself that you love that's mm-hmm. already there. Like they mm-hmm. were just reflecting it to you. That part of you was able to like flourish when you're around them. So it's like, it's still in you. If you don't mm-hmm. have whatever that relationship is anymore, it's like, that is a part of you that was able to come out. Yes. So, 
finding people that bring those parts of yourself to life. Yes, exactly. Amazing. Mm. Mm. What a great, what a great hour we've had. Yes. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. Thank you so much, Scott. You're welcome. I will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.